With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to another episode of the Scobro Show. It is Tuesday. It is just after 9 p.m. This is where we are. This is what we do. I am behind the Steel Curtain editor, Dave Schofield, coming at you once again. And with me, as always, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how you doing tonight? I'm I'm melting. Yeah, I was going to say, I know uh, the uh, answer. <laughs> I should have brought You're down hot. my... I should have brought down my little heat miser uh, figurine and put here because let me tell you what, we are sizzling out here in the mountains and typically in the mountains, you always have at least some breeze. There is no breeze. I am dying here. So yeah. if I pass out in the middle of the show, it'll be because I got overheated, not because I'm drinking heavily. <laughs> <laughs> drinking, drinking plenty of your water so yes so stay hydrated stay hydrated i got lots to drink because i'll tell you what it is hot here i hey i know it's hot here it's way hotter here than it is there but the difference is air conditioning (laughs) nobody has air conditioning in their whole house where you where you live it's just Uh, not many yeah but we are going to upgrade at some point when we upgrade our furnace we're going with ac too there you go so do it. Ta-da. We're do going it. to. Yes, it's killing me. I understand. My bedroom. My bedroom has air conditioning. Yes. Yeah, so I can't do the show from in there because Renee would like to sleep. You kind of wonder why the NFL has nothing going on this time of year. Do you know why? Because it's too stinking hot. I don't it's know too stinking hot. I don't know if that's really it or not, but it, it really does help because it. I mean, it makes a lot of think sense. Of, think of how hot it is when the training camp starts. Think of how. I mean, you've gone to preseason games. Preseason games can be, yeah, can, you're like, oh, they're yeah. all night games. You know why? Because they're miserable. They're still really stinking hot. Even then, that's just how it goes. Football is, is meant to be played in the fall. That's why it's the best season ever of everything. I can't wait for the fall. I don't want to wish away the summer, but you know what? Bring it on. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for Steelers football. We are less than a month away from training camp. Yay. There you go. Kyle pipes up and says, yes, at least my bedroom has AC. He sleeps yeah. in there sometimes on the <laughs> yeah. floor because it gets too hot, even in his bedroom, which is in the basement. Uh-oh. What? Me and my wife, he stopped that you did tell cheats about Snyder's chips. Nice. Snyder's <laughs> that, of Berlin. Be, yeah. Be, be, um, yeah, because we've got that Snyder's of Hanover junk around not don't say junk it's not no. terrible but it's not stairs of berlin um of that, hanover's pretzels are tough to beat yeah they're really good okay they do the best pretzels i think i've ever had 
but Snyder's of Berlin chips. Yes. For those of you that don't realize what we're talking about, we've talked, we talked about our, our experiences. When we went over the, the Steelers schedule, whenever it came out in May, everyone was talking about the schedule. We took a whole different take on it. We talked about the experiences of games and which games would be better. We talked about what we do when we go to games, all that. Yep. That was our first show after they came out with the schedule release um, because you had heard a bunch of other stuff from us already. So we thought we would do it in a different way. So that is that. Rich, haven't done a show with you in a week. Boy. For the offseason, we sure did get a bunch of news in one day last Thursday. Well, didn't we? yes, we did. I was actually, when that day went down, I was like, you know what? I'm glad we're not doing a show tonight. <laughs> Although you and Bad and Jeff had me <laughs> laughing so hard by the end of that. I had tears running down my face oh. trying to be quiet because I'm I got my headphones in listening in the bedroom and I, I'm just uh and finally, every day he's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm because I was trying not to even move, but I was laughing, you know, and just shaking. And she's like, "Is everything okay?" I was like, "Oh my gosh, this was so funny." So, oh, and yes, in case you want, that was part two of the part two. of of yes. the Steelers preview. And I will tell you this: that was by far out of the park, nowhere close to anything else he's ever done. Brian Anthony Davis, best closing thoughts he has ever brought um, because he really brought it full circle. It was, it was fantastic. And if you yeah, like, but just you know what I, you know what I want to have fun. That was, I it. wish I'd have been on that show a little bit. Cause I'd have broken out my Austin powers. Oh yeah. So, oh, be high. Yeah. Oh, be high. Okay. Um, Andrew Wilbar says, avoid the beehive. Um, <laughs> Yes, There's a little bit more to nice. that. Maybe we'll get into that again on the preview on Thursday. But uh, so, Rich, did you see the DeCastro thing coming? Yes. I saw okay. Yes. Something when wasn't he did, right. When he was the only person not to participate in minicamp, I knew something was wrong. Yeah. It's, I'll be honest, it was when they brought in somebody, minicamp ended on Thursday, and they brought yes. in. A guard, not just a guard, a right guard yes. on Friday. Now yes. there's there's reports going out at, uh, at this time where there's one certain beat writer for the Steelers that will just we don't want to call them out one way or the other. Um, there's they've never really given us reason to not believe what they say, but they had a source. I would question the source more than anything, but the source was. Turner was not brought in because of DeCastro um, on the first visit. He was brought in because Kevin Dodson didn't show up to minicamp in football shape, and they didn't know if they'd be able to count on him in 2021. If you see his, I don't even, I'm not even on Instagram, but he does workouts on Instagram. And I've seen where people have taken his Instagram workouts and put them on Twitter. If you see that, then there's no way you could say that, that he's, that that was, to the extent of what they're trying to say. I mean, really, it was that bad that you, when you were that cash strapped that you were going to have to go bring in somebody else because of that was the concern. I mean, it made sense to do it when, once the Castro was released. Yes. But so what, what are your thoughts on that real quick before we get on to other things? Well, I thought it was, crap because you know he did participate in minicamp at least and DeCastro had not yeah and 
and oh, I want to do it so bad. I want to do it so bad. <laughs> no, it's all right. We've been to the, but Dave, remember where we used to go as kids in Central New Hampshire? We yes. used to go to the Fun Spot. Yes, right. I loved oh, yes. the Fun Spot. It was my. It is. If you've ne- ever get the chance, anybody out there, if you ever go to Central New Hampshire, it's go to Weirs, close to Weirs Beach on Lake Winnipesaukee, there is an arcade called the Fun Spot, and it coins itself as one of the world's largest arcades. And it's where the movie King of Kong was filmed. Okay? I did not know the, that. You didn't know that? No. Wait a minute. Your sister and hasn't gone nuts. Oh wait, you weren't with us on. No, you didn't no, go with us. I wasn't there. I wasn't on. The, I wasn't on the last trip. We talked about that in yeah. a lot, which is why she had to get her picture mm-hmm. next to the Donkey Kong machine. Gotcha. So, and without saying any more, we can move on. If people are smart enough, they can put two and two together. And if not, yeah. then that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think some people, they, they, they know where it's coming from. And it doesn't, honestly, I, I'm not even worried about where the report came from. I'm not going no, to, but it, to do but that. I, I yeah. thought that was a, I thought that was weak. Yeah. I would have I would have wanted more than they ran with on that. Especially yeah. when it's, a, when they say, well, we can't say who told us because I don't want to burn my source. Well, then going out and publishing that then probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, it was whatever. that. That's one of those tough calls. That with that, I have to admit that the, you have things like that. Like, um, well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest Kevin with Dotson you. Coming back, showing that he is oh. doing workout, and if he shows up and is in great shape, somebody's got egg on their face, and it's not Kevin Dotson. Exactly. And Dotson has come out and said, "Just go back and look at my workouts." So, yeah. I mean, but I understand how it is sometimes when you get information from a source and you're like, at what point can I do it? I'll be honest with you. I, when, when this, when all this news was breaking about the Steelers schedule, someone had a schedule that was out that they said, Oh, here's the Steelers schedule. Blah, blah, blah. I already knew it wasn't true because I had an inside source that specifically gave me one game of the Steelers. And I so wanted to be that person that could put it out there that I have that the Steelers are playing this team at this week, at this time, in this location although we knew the location and we just lost rich, but I'm sure he'll be back. And I did not do it because the source said they were concerned about. And now maybe we're back for some reason, rich, you, you took me away rather than bring yourself in. So I might've been gone for just a moment. You're, you're, um, you're gone. Okay. But yeah, that was, so, that so sometimes was, you can that was get issues on my end. I'm sorry. Yeah, sometimes you can get information from a source and you have to ask yourself, should I really be sharing this? You know, and like, and I, so I've been there before. You know, yeah. I'm sorry that knowing when the Steelers played one of their games in 2021. <laughs> um, uh, not, no, I've never seen the King of Kong. So, and that is our sister, by the way, that brought that up. For you guys on the audio, it says King of Kong is so nerdy. I thought Dave would be an expert. So, um, yeah. I've I've heard of King of Kong. And I've just isn't that a Netflix thing? Was it on Go Netflix? It. Yeah. If it's on Netflix, I don't I don't get Netflix, so I I can't tell you anything about I Netflix. I still can't believe you don't so, know yeah. that. But anyway, um, anyway, so that was that. So we Trey Turner is now now with the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, much cheaper rate than DeCastro. Basically, he counts just under 
I mean, just over a third of what the Castro salary cap hit would have been for this year. So you have to yep. admit that's a good thing. That right? is a good thing. So that's a good thing. So if, if you're going to if you're going to have to, to make a replacement, and if you want to know anything more about that, Kevin Smith, also known as Cliff Harris is still a punk, on the website, behind the curtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, had a great article about stuff with Trey Turner today. Honestly, Jeffrey and I, that was going to be our vertex this week. We had to bump it to next week because there was so much stuff about, about Turner where we're, we're going to like, let's let it all sink in a little bit. So we have something else coming this week. Um, last thing, how bummed are you that you can't take Kyle to Latrobe? I was ticked. I knew you would be. I thought about you first. Mad. And you'll and I'll I'll go into that more in the second half of the show. Why I'm mad. So. Gotcha. Okay, we can do that. But I, I, I'm mad. Yes, but but they might have a chance to go in. to training camp at Heinz Field instead. They're they're. I don't want to go to Heinz Field. I, I go to Heinz Field for games. I wanted to go to Latrobe for training camp. You wanted to be somewhere different. Very good. Um. Wes asked a question I want to want to say. He says, if a grievance is filed by the Castro and he wins, what, if any, would the effect be on the current cap? Um, it They would have to do an injury settlement. Um, I don't know that that counts towards the cap, but I will tell you this. A grievance is going to be very tough because De Castro signed a clean bill of health at the end of the 2020 season. So anything that was coming back up from that is why they can deem it as a non-football injury. And this is a debate we've been having um, as a staff uh, on our Slack channel with some various things. At what point, so I'll ask you this, Rich. At oh, yeah, what that, point, then, yeah, then the Slack channel blew up. My phone's yeah. going bing, 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 bing. But the I'm question like, oh, is, no. at what point does a chronic condition be considered a football injury? You know, if you're talking bone spurs, and he's had them since he his injury his rookie year, and they're like, well, that I mean, to even go on the injury reports, I mean, if you're talking that because he has bone spurs from an injury his rookie year, that should be on the injury report, then he should have been on the injury report every week of his entire career. Are you telling me that every week next next season, Zach Banner and Devin Bush need to be on the injury report for a knee because they had ACL surgery this past year? I mean, right. at what point? Is it beyond that? Because I'm like, Michael Beck, chime in here as someone who played college football. You play through injuries all the time. I mean, do you know how many times I was banged up and never said a word to a coach or anything? I mean, imagine so much in in the pros when you're getting a paycheck. You know, I'm sure even more in college when you're trying to get there to get that paycheck. But you don't want to lose any playing time so, I mean, how much did the Steelers even know about if th- that the bone spurs were bothering him? But then my question is, okay, what if Ben Roethlisberger suffers in, would have suffered a knee injury as a rookie, you know, missed a couple games? And now that he's 39 years old, he's got arthritis in that knee that flares up on him. Is that a football right. injury? Is it not? You know, then you're talking about the injury report. You've got Cam Hayward who has asthma. That could contribute into him being his availability, how much he could be available in a game if something comes up with him. Does he have to be on the injury report every week with asthma? You know, would that be if if his asthma causes him to have a problem in the future to where he can't play football anymore, does he get an injury settlement or is that a non-football injury? These are just interesting questions to ask. You want to give anything with any thoughts to that or – 
when when you all were having that discussion, I just kept myself out of uh, out of that yeah. large discussion because it was going good enough without me. But I actually thought of myself. Okay. Yeah. I have deteriorating discs in my back. Yes. I have huge issues in my back. Um, one of which was some of which was caused by an injury when I was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. But I would have had deteriorating discs in my back anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, would football, if I was a football player, would that have been good for the deteriorating discs in my back? No. Would it have been the cause of the deteriorating discs in my back? Probably not, but it wouldn't help them. Yeah. Would I get an injury settlement? I'm thinking, no, I shouldn't get an injury settlement. That was going to how it is anyway. That's yeah. just a part of life. That's yeah. You, know, you get older, you get things. Yeah. You know? And I mean, AJ in the live chat brings up Justin Fields, who has yep. epilepsy, like Alec Fanica did. If something Correct. with that, if something in football causes that to, to, to come up, I mean, that these are all great. Now, with the Castro, we don't know if he would have had bone spurs if, if he did or didn't have that injury. I have bone spurs, you know? Yep. And I don't, I don't, there are several different things that can factor in it. It could be an injury, it could be overuse, it could be diet, it could be, you know, weight and on, on like especially in your feet or ankles you know these are all things that can factor in and you know at what point was it definitely football was it wasn't this is something that he's had his whole career it's a kind of a gray area jeffrey did an article about that that was out today just kind of raising some issues there was one person i can't remember who it was to give him credit in the comments that said take this away from football or just put it in people in everyday life you know and kind of brought up the whole point is like uh, how much you want to bet the guy hanging you you drive by a construction site and a guy hanging sheetrock might have a problem with his back. Well, what does he do? Does he go does he go on workers' comp or does he take some Tylenol? You know, this is how it is. It's this is not just a football thing. You just sometimes have to think about. It. You have to ask yourself what are you willing to play through that you're realizing is just how things are and what is actually an injury. It's it's really it's it's a good question. You know, uh, Wes uh, says, Wes wants to know what a bone spur is. Really? A, do you have the answer to that, Rich? Or do you want me to um, go ahead? It's a, it's basically an excess growth of bone, usually at a joint. Sometimes it happens because of an injury, because the body's trying to heal itself. Sometimes it's just that because of overuse, it's trying to strengthen the bones there, which causes it to, to be more. I'm, I would not be shocked if that's the problem I have even in my shoulders that I that I have bone spurs that allows me that makes it catch to where I can't even throw overhand anymore. I can't play catch with my son um, and things like that. I have them in my feet, and some of that was I think throwing right, a shot foot has a lot to do. I was, with that. Do you do you have them in your ankle or your heel? Um, I on my one foot I actually have it on the side of my foot, which was okay. from an injury, and the other foot I have it up against my Achilles, which sometimes just makes it just flare up big time. Yeah. So, yeah. And just me came in and said, yeah, it's extra calcium. That's your, it's your body's producing more. And like, even just your, your diet, like some people will, your body will handle certain things for your diet and 
in certain places. Like you might develop more of a bone spur than you would a kidney stone. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, sometimes they're, they're similar things. So it's different for everybody. Um, and like, I haven't had surgery or anything to do with my burns, bone spurs yet because they haven't, I probably should look into my shoulder ones, but I, they haven't kept me from doing things that I do in my everyday life. And that's what the cash is dealing with. We've talked about this a very long time and I really want to get to our topic. Okay. So anything else you want to say about it before we move on? No, let's have our topic yes. for the evening. Oh man, it, it took us a while there, but that was some good stuff. Good, good points to bring up in the live chat. Thank you all. Um, and just in case you're stuff. wondering, it's still hot here. It's still hot there. <laughs> no, the question is, we were looking at, we were trying to figure out how to frame this because we were looking at players making the Pro Bowl that we were saying, should we say that they're under the radar or unexpected, or are we saying it's their first time? And we were trying to figure out the best way to frame it. And we really went with first time Pro Bowlers because of there are some people that haven't made the Pro Bowl that might not be under the radar. So we just went with first timers. And yep. so let's review who on the current Steelers roster has made the Pro Bowl. Rich, give me one. Ever in their career. The one you forgot. The one, yeah, sure. Say it. Juju. Juju. Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. I'll see the only other one that's on the offense right now. Ben Roethlisberger. There you go. Okay. You got two players one? on offense. Two yes. players on offense. There's two on offense, four on defense. Or you could name Cameron, the other one. Cam yeah. Cameron Hayward. Okay. Cam Hayward. TJ Watt. Mega Fitzpatrick. Joe Hayden. And then the and the other one is Chris Boswell. Chris Boswell was the specialist. Okay, so those are the seven that are that are disqualified from the list. They can't be on our lists because they've already made the Pro Bowl. We want to know: Is there somebody else that's going to step up and make the Pro Bowl this year? We're doing our top five. That's what we've been doing. We're going to count them down. Rich, what do you got? All number right, five. number five. Number five. Oh, wait, is wait. What? Someone brought up someone because I forgot. What if they made a Pro uh, Bowl but not no, as a Steeler? I didn't. Uh, no, I not. I didn't do that because they weren't as a Steeler. Okay, correct. Makes sense. Okay, but I didn't go with that person anyway because okay. I knew they'd made a because Pro yep, Bowl. Elsewhere. I didn't either. But we'll bring it up because okay. Solarverse, now known as BMK uh, Bully Mob Kennel, said Eric Ebron. He has made a Pro Bowl. He's made the Pro Bowl, but not as, but not with the Steelers. So yeah. So I left yeah. him off because of that. Okay. So we kind of, I kind of counted him, but technically no. And All right. So you know what? We forgot another specialist. Oh yeah, because he made it as he a, made it as, as a returner. Return. But yeah, I wasn't thinking about him as a returner because he's not no. the returner anymore. So that that I correct. Yeah. So even if we did use him, it wouldn't. It would have to be as a regular position. As a wide as a wide receiver, as a wide not a returner. Receiver. Yes. Yep. All right. So go ahead, Rich. All right, so number five is my one that I consider to be more of one of my under the radar, maybe not thinking this is a guy that that is probably a stretch on my list, but I'd love to see a Pro Bowl year out of him. If you see a Pro Bowl year out of mm -hmm. this player, very, 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 very good things are going to be going on for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Okay, in my opinion. I put number five. Robert Spillane. Wow. <laughs> I think Spillane comes in, grabs a majority of the inside linebacking 
duties next to Devin Bush and could potentially impress folks enough to maybe make a Pro Bowl. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 my really out of the box thinking one that I told you about. I think Spillane could have as much of a shot as the special team special person, which is funny because someone asked if Medikavich did. He did not. He led the the fan votes, but he didn't get selected. Derek Watt did not make it either as either a fullback or a specialist. I I checked into that, but that that would be crazy. Here's mine, and you're going to think that this is like. Why did you put this all the way down at number five? And there's a reason, and I'm going to explain this reason when I give it, because there's another person that, that this goes for. And that is Stefan Tuitt. And the reason I'm putting Stefan Tuitt on the list, but all the way down as number five, is because when you only pick two players per conference from the same position, and the other person at that position from your team is Cam has Hayward. been the, is Cam Hayward and has been making it. You either a got to dominate so much that you both make it, or b you have to overtake the other person on your team. Right. So Stefan Tuit could do it, but he would basically have to do it in place of Cam Hayward would be his likely route because I don't see the NFL that put two defensive te- de- interior defensive linemen on there. From the same team, or you could say, well, if he's listed at DN, maybe he's out. Then he's that's even harder, and that's the yeah. same reason I put who's not on my list, Alex Highsmith, kind of in the same thing. You could say, he, what if he has a big year? He's got to basically knock off TJ Watt. Yep. Because do you think they're going to put two edge rushers from the same team in the Pro Bowl? That would be really, really difficult to do. So. Yeah, so that's even though Stephon can, Tewitt, second on the team in sacks, but that's I why I put it. I considered to it and uh-huh. left, ended up in, for, in my number five spot, but ended up thinking it might be easier to sneak Spillane in there mm-hmm. than to it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So that's what we have so far. You you ready for number four? Sure. Okay. Number four. Stick it on the defensive side of the football. Going with another big man up front at nose tackle, Mr. Alu-Alu. See, that's the same thing as to it. I put him in the same category because they don't do nose tackle separate. So he'd have to make it as an interior defensive lineman. And they did that makes me mad because they used to take nose tackle and now they don't anymore. And that irritates me. Oh, I I think he had it last year if that's what they did. Because, you know. I mean, yeah. for a while, you couldn't get a Steeler nose tackle in there because you had, you know, Vince Wilfork always was gobbling that up that spot, you know. Mm-hmm. And it irritates me that, you know, they don't do a true nose tackle anymore. Yeah, but. I I agree. I, for nine number four, I'm going the other side of the ball. Okay. I am. And you're probably wondering why I'm going number four. And I, I'll, I'll explain this out part of the reasoning. I'm going, I'm going with the Rook. I'm going with uh, Najee Harris. I thought about it, but just couldn't do Mm -hmm. it. I'm going with Najee Harris that I think he has a chance to make the Pro Bowl if he comes out and, you know, is basically Derrick Henry 2.0, if you know what I mean. You know, if that's what he comes out to do. Now, the reason I have him not higher on this list, and you're saying, oh, you would put, put him on but not ahead of these people, is because looking around the AFC, look who he would have to knock off 
in order to get one of the basically two spots they give for running backs. I mean, there's a lot of good running backs. You're talking Derrick Henry. You're talking Chubb. You're talking, you know, players, players like that that he would have to then go ahead of. So I think that's a little bit more difficult, but I still think it's possible. So that's why he's my number four. Hold on. Right? I got to call. I got to say something back on, on here. Mm-hmm. Wes puts up. Although I suffers the Casey Hampton treatment. He's an unsung hero. Yeah. Um, except for one problem, Wes. Casey Hampton made five pro bowls. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Now, but, but he didn't make any all pro, did he? No. You know why? Because if I rem- if I, I I'm not 100% sure. I'm just trying to go from memory. If I recall correctly, Pro Bowl was doing nose tackles, but Correct. all pro was not. Correct. Uh, when when Hampton was around, uh, I, I might think be you wrong. Correct. I remember no, I that. Think you're right. I know that happened at some point, and I think it was during the Casey Hampton era. But I I can't say for sure it was during that era. But I'm pretty sure that happened at some point. So that was that was that was interesting. So there we go. So you have Spillane and Alawalu. I have Tuit and Harris. So let's do one more before we take our break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I'm going to switch over to the offensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm going to say, even though he made it as a kick returner, he's making it this year as a wide receiver, and that would be DJ. Okay, you're going to say Deontay Johnson, which you're allowed to do because he has not made it as a wide receiver. That fits our criteria um, that that he could come out and make the Pro Bowl. I think yes. that's a really good choice. And rather than break yours down, I'm going to give you my number three. Okay, go ahead. My number three is Chase Claypool. Okay. So the question was, which wide receiver to go with, with me? And I, was, I wasn't I was sure which one to go with. You, for all I know, you put more than one on your list. I only put one on my list, and I went with Chase Claypool just because he's a, honestly – I pro bowl voting – especially with offensive line, you know, is about name recognition, but it still happens with other positions. And I think with the rookie year he had last year, that Claypool is the bigger name out there, not just around players and coaches, but with fans around the league. And that's why I gave him the advantage um, at wide receiver. What do you think? I can't argue your point. Yeah. And I can't argue your point because DJ gets lots of targets. If he, yes, he does. You know, as long as he keeps works on catching them, he's got to catch the ball. There you so go. with that, we're going to go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, we will finish our list. And also we have a really fun announcement um, that you, Rich is going to be bringing to us uh, partway through the second half that has to deal with, um, I don't know, just a, it's a social experiment. Yeah, a social experiment, which also involves one SCO 2.0. So yeah. uh, we'll be we'll be looking at that and finishing up our list. So if you're with us on the audio side, go ahead and click the part two. If you're here on YouTube or Facebook, stick around. We'll be back in just a moment. 